Hey guys, my name is CJ Finley, and this is the Thrive on Life podcast. I started a brand called Thrive on Life to help other mission-based people, brands, and businesses thrive. So if you have a new idea, project, or business that you're trying to get started on and you're feeling a little bit stuck, I'd love to help you or connect you with somebody that can. Today is January 2nd. It's a new year. It's a new decade. And everyone's looking back on their life like, wow, if you're me, holy crap, the past 10 years have flown by and I'm in a completely different space than I thought I'd ever be in. I'm living in Austin, Texas. Uh, In 2010, I didn't even know uh, that Austin existed. Um, I'm an Eagles fan and I hated the Dallas Cowboys. So that's pretty much all I knew about Texas. But now it's my home and I'm forever grateful for the people here, this city. It's completely changed my life for the better and I'm sitting in a new office off of Manor Road in a 10 minute Uber from downtown Austin near the stadium near everything Um, and just looking out the window right now in pretty much all of how I got here and I can't really help but think back what are some of the pivotal moments in my life that led to this This is also episode 30, so I never even imagined myself starting a podcast, but it kind of got started last year after uh, a bunch of different people were reaching out to me, honestly telling me that I should start one. And at first I was really not insecure, but not confident in that I was ready. And this is another thing where right now I have my camera focused on me right now. It feels weird because I'm not used to recording myself in vlog style, but it's one of those things again where you're never going to be ready. And that's really what I want to talk about on here um, is those pivotal moments. I didn't really know were pivotal until I look back and think right now. So I'm sitting in this new office outside of downtown Austin, Texas. And how did that start? Where did that even come from? For me, I think back to this little town in South Jersey where if you, if you would have told me then where I'd be now, I would, I would have told you you're bullshitting because I thought I was going to be an engineer managing. I don't even know how many people where I'd be probably somewhere in Philly or New York city. Um, and probably have a house, wife, kids, whatever, that's what you're aspiring to when you grow up in in a small town. That's what you see around you. And once I went to college and started realizing that there was so much more out there, I started connecting with people from all over the country, started traveling a little bit. It really inspired me to dig a little deeper into who I was, who I wanted to be, and why I wanted to be that way. And that's what started the snowball effect of finding my way into entrepreneurship. And then once I find my way into entrepreneurship, I start learning how to create new ideas, monetize ideas, partner with people, and really scale everything that I'm trying to do. And this is something that a lot of people, I think, struggle with because they have these ideas, they have these visions, they want to do all these things. And especially with technology nowadays, you can see anything out there what you want to do, but you just don't know how to get there. And we tend to forget that the visions and whatever you're dreaming about isn't actually going to get you there. What you do right now in the present moment, the decisions that you make, the people that you hang around, whether you go to the gym, whether you choose to eat the right thing, whether you choose to mentally 
wake up and read a book rather than immediately chug coffee, that's on you. And that's ultimately what's going to change your life. So how did I get here? Well, it started off again. I was in a small town in New Jersey, went to Rutgers University, graduated with a degree in engineering, uh, immediately signed on to a salaried job um, outside New York City, which would then transfer me to Nashville, Tennessee, uh, working at UBS Wealth Management. And then after that, I've worked at a couple different jobs in between them, but I won't go into depth because they all kind of pretty much molded together in what I thought that life would lead me to. Yes, I would have a stable income. Yes, I'd be able to do a bit of traveling. Yes, I would probably meet a lot of really, really intelligent, smart, charismatic, ambitious people. But it lacked one thing, and that was flexibility, curiosity, and freedom. Okay, that's three things. Um, It lacked the flexibility for me to be curious in thought and to work on multiple different things and teach myself a ton of different things all at the same time. It was pretty much the same thing each and every day. Um, And even as I saw you would move up the corporate ladder, uh, it was the same thing. It was just you had more responsibility, more people to manage, um, and it kind of had layers to it. It wasn't like one day you were walking in learning how to walking in learning how to code and then the next day you were learning how to market something and then the next day you were learning how to sell something that that's not how it worked and on the outside of the world I was reading these books that were talking about entrepreneurship and that's what it stood for is like you literally are scrappy and have to start things up from the ground up and know all these things so I'm teaching myself these things on the side and meanwhile I'm showing up to this desk every day and I feel like I'm literally putting on a costume and walking into a Halloween party. But it's like a party where everyone got the memo that it's maybe like the Great Gatsby theme and you show up in a chicken costume. That's what I felt like every single day. And when you're young and impressionable, you don't really know how to react to that. So what I started doing was what any young 20-year-old male would do is you're making some money, you drink, you go on dates, you party a lot, And you basically lose yourself in what you see happening around you. So when people go up the ladder, the parties get bigger, the cars get nicer, the homes get larger, the traveling gets more extravagant. And you think that you have to keep up with this. When in reality, what really, really made me happy was when I was in closed door, behind closed doors, reading or creating or writing just like I am now. And I felt alone because I didn't know that there was anybody else out there that felt the same way. This is where social media and Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, all the technology kind of shifted my life because I was able to now connect with so many more people, so many more ideas, and figure out who it was I actually was at the time and who I wanted to strive to be. So when you start looking into everything that you've done, you want to realize that these pivotal moments, you didn't really know. Like in the moment, you don't know. So when social media came out and all these things and everyone's posting their beers and all these different (laughs) uh, pictures of random items, meanwhile, I'm trying to figure out, okay, like there's people out there that are doing amazing things. How do they do them? So I'm DMing them or I'm commenting on them and I'm not necessarily focused on myself, I'm focused on providing value to other people just like I was in the real world. That was pivotal. 
straight up, if you want to get anywhere in life and you feel you're not where you want to be, it's providing value to other people. So that's one of the pivotal things in my life was just ultimately figuring out how to provide value through other forms than just in person. Then when I look back into how I started monetizing that and how I was able to create some freedom for myself using that flexibility and that curiosity, that drive to want to be flexible and to be curious, I realized that you have to set an equation at any point in your life. So when you want to achieve something like freedom, financial freedom, for instance, that's going to come with sacrifice. So in the moment right now, you're going to have to sacrifice some things to save and invest your energy into certain areas to then grow that worth, whether it's uh, through stocks, making your own money, through um, crypto, uh, through businesses, through residuals, royalties, commissions, uh, investment properties in real estate, Airbnb, whatever it may be. There's a million different ways that you could make money. You can just go on Instagram, find hashtags, research it. I'm not really going to go in depth to that. Um, there's a lot of people that speak about that. That's not my forte. Uh, I stick to the system side of things and how to systemize those things. However, it's crucial that at the end of the day, money rules our world. Like no matter how much you like it or don't like it, it just is. You have to play by the rules of the game. Um, so you need to learn how to invest your time to then make the most money efficiently and with good ethics to then reinvest it into whatever it is that you want to do with your life. So for me, I want to have a major impact, which means that I'm going to have to, at times, find ways to make money. So for me, to gain that freedom and f through the flexibility and the curiosity, I had to look back in the mirror of like, what do I have to do? What skills do I have that are going to make me a good amount of money in a short amount of time provide maximum value to my customer, but then give me that freedom to then go learn other things so then I can raise my value even further for this world. So for instance, I've always been an athlete, really good at sports. I don't know why, but growing up, I also loved math, science, solving problems. However, I was a natural athlete. I was not a natural problem solver. I taught myself all those things. And when I went to school, engineering was really tough because I had to spend 10 hours a day studying versus if you asked me to go play a pickup game, no matter what sport it was going to be in, I was going to contribute um, and be a heavy contributor for that team, no matter what it was. So when you're in school, they don't teach you that these things should then be the guidelines of how you go about your life. And you should triple down on your strengths, not necessarily look at your weaknesses. The world tells you, okay, what, what is going to make you a lot of money, engineering, science, whatever, go after that at all costs, right? So that's what I did. But soon after that, I started realizing that my natural ability is really where I'm going to provide the most value to the world. And that's where personal training and nutrition came in into play was because I was an athlete, I was always interested in how to work out and what to put in your body so that you had the most opportunity to provide value when you were on that field or whatever sport that you were playing. Then when I got into the corporate world, people started asking me, how do you work out? What do you eat? Where do you go? What information do you look at? And that's where I was like, light bulb, this is my path for right now. And if I look back 
again, the first pivotal moment was getting on social media and start connecting with other people to learn about how I could implement tactics into my own life. The second pivotal thing would be to lower my ego and go into something that most people looked at me like I was crazy. You're quitting engineering, you're quitting your job to be a personal trainer and to post on Instagram. When I look back, I just laugh at that because essentially that's what I was doing. I quit my corporate stable path uh, to go about on my own as a personal trainer, uh, freelance personal trainer, and then I was posting stories on Instagram. And I was too insecure to even have a blog back then or post on LinkedIn or any other platforms. And then today, it's the complete opposite. Three years into this journey, um, because January 2nd is another huge day for me. Um, Three years ago today is when I walked into my last salaried job and resigned. And it just gives me chills to think back of how far I've come in such a short time frame. But then I realized that I've come this far my entire life, every single year. However, it feels much further now because it was for me. It was because of that freedom of this is what I'm after compared to what the grades tell you or what your bonuses tell you or what your boss tells you. Um, It always feels so much better when you kind of navigated the ship on your own. And that would be the last pivotal thing that I would say is go all in. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know where I was going or where I was going to end up, but I believed in myself enough just to take a shot on myself because I believe that when I die, I'd rather have known and have people know that he took a shot at building something beyond himself rather than just following what he knew he could already have. I knew I could work 40 years and make a good amount of money and 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 live that white picket fence lifestyle. I knew I had that in the bag. That was easy. The hard part was looking yourself in the mirror and being like, I don't know where I'm going to go or I don't know what's going to happen, but at least I know who I'm going to become on that journey to to being there. So that's where that last pivotal moment was going in there on January 2nd and realizing I don't care what happens, but I'd rather triple down on who I want to become and what those principles are rather than continue sitting here at these jobs that kind of conflict with who I wanted to be as a human being. And if there's anyone out there that's listening to this, when you go into this year, I don't necessarily want you to think of head and think the next year, three years, five years, 10 years. I want to look back. I want you to look back on your life and find those pivotal moments that made you feel good and then try to recreate more pivotal moments in your life. So for me going into this year, having this office and the space for the community to come in and for me to interact and create workshops and really dig deep into the relationships that I want to build. That's who I wanted to become. That's who I've always wanted to become. I love people. I love helping the community. And anything else would have been a waste of time for me to do. Now, if you told me going into this year, CJ, your goal is to make a million dollars and here's how you're going to do it and you're going to do it, I still wouldn't do it. Today, I'm confident enough to say that like, if you rolled up tomorrow and you'd be like, you have to work 100 hours a week and do X, Y, Z, and you're going to have a million dollars sitting in your bank account at the end of the year, that's what would happen, I would say no. Now, three years ago, 
I couldn't tell you that that's what my answer would be. It would probably be, you know what, I can stick this out, whatever it may be. But I'm confident enough now in myself to be like, that's not what I want. That's not what fuels my fire. That's not what wakes me up every single day. What wakes me up is doing things like even this podcast where every single week I'm going to have a new interviewee on here and we're going to learn a lot more about the people that I'm so fortunate enough to hang around and to be blessed to learn from collaborate with and ultimately impact the community here in Austin, Texas. That's what I'm super fired up about. And the last thing I want to leave you with is this year does not define you. Last year did not define you. What defined you is what you're doing in this very moment, whatever's going on in your head. What actions are you planning to actually take? Stop talking about other people. Stop worrying about other people. Worry about the only things that you can control. And even then, if you know you can control it, it becomes less of a worry. So what are those two things? You can control your attitude and your effort in anything that you do. No matter what happens to you in life, you can wake up and you can choose to have a good attitude about it. And you can choose how much effort you put into solving that problem, helping that person, building that business. If you're still in the corporate world, doing that job because it helps somebody else get further along in their life, figure out that your mind controls everything that's going on around you. It has nothing to do with what's happening to you and more what's happening to what are you believing in your head and what can you push to the world to bring a positive force and help this world become a better place to live in because that's really what this world needs. So I hope you enjoyed listening to this. It's a great start to the new year, and if anybody would love to connect with me, I'd love to hear whatever your goals are, whatever your mission is, and see how I could be of service to helping them. So until next time, I hope all of you have a wonderful day. Happy Thrive Thursday. Thrive on.